Hey everybody, this is Mark Giannone, host of the Getting Bully podcast, podcast partner of PhilliasFlyer.com, and I'm very honored to be joined today by a Flyers legend, number 26, Brian Prop. And Brian, I wanted to bring you on because I'm putting a list together of the biggest wins, to my mind, in Flyers history. And the first win that came to mind was December 22nd, 1979, a game in the Boston Garden. And that was the night that you guys broke the record for most consecutive games unbeaten. So going into that game, what was the at- what was the atmosphere like in the locker room for you guys to get that win and break that record? Well, it was uh, huge because uh, we never uh, won in Boston that much. And so uh, to, to win in Boston and break, break the record was was awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, but it, it was it was tough because, you know, it was 28 games into the and then after like the first 20 games, when uh, people started to take notice, you know, it was like you had to play uh, for a Stanley Cup final every game. And so, like, it, you know, it took a long time. But so we had a lot of pressure on us and everyone hated to hated to uh, lose against us. Uh, but it was really uh, satisfying for us to win in Boston. So, because the game was in Boston, do you think that that relieved the pressure of you guys at all, or would you, like, because, you know, playing at home can sometimes be tough, so do you think playing in Boston took some of the weight off your shoulders, or would it have been a little easier if, it, if the game was in the spectrum? Oh, no, I, no, it was, it was much tougher in Boston, so, like, you know, we had to be ready for, for every game, and uh, so, like, we were ready for that, we had uh, four good lines, uh, and uh, you know we we had a lead, and so and then the goalies played well, uh, so it was uh, it was nice to have. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was tough, you know. Like and we never thought we'd, we'd uh, beat in, uh, in in Boston, but we did, and then we kept kept going after that. So after the win, was there kind of a sense of accomplishment amongst you know amongst you and, and your teammates and the coaching staff? Did you feel like? Did you really feel good about yourselves, or was it just, you know, nose to the grindstone, there's a lot of season left, and, you know, you were, you revel in it a little bit, but you can't get too hung up on it? Oh, yeah, well, we had great leaders like uh, Bob Clark, and uh, he, he kept us going all the time. He knew uh, what, what he had to do to make us better, and uh, we had to be consistent, and Pat Quinn was a coach, and he pre- pre- prepared us really well. And, uh, but everyone checked in, checked in. And so like it waited really, uh, kind of easy for us. Uh, but, uh, we, and we always, you know, played with a lead, which helped us and, uh, we didn't have to come from behind too much, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of amazing. Uh, but you know, I, and, uh, you know, I, and I still wanted to keep going and, and then, so we went on more and more games after that. And, and so it ended up being 30, 35 goals without a loss. So when the streak was over, was, I mean, what did that feel like? Was it kind of a relief that you didn't have to, you know, deal with it anymore? The questions would end, the expectations would end, and you guys could just play a little bit more freely? Well, it was a little easier, but, uh, you know, but, but what we were very good about uh, b- uh, bouncing out back and back again. And, uh, so we always wanted to be prepared. You know, we hated to lose. 
and and uh, when you hate to lose, you you play much better, and you have an edge. And so that's what we did uh, at that year, where we, we we hated to lose. We we we, uh, we always said never lose more than two in a row. And mm-hmm. so and it just but you know it was uh, kind of uh, nice for me because I was a rookie, and uh, you know. And, and, but uh, three years before in Brandon for the Brand Week Kings, uh, like we didn't lose that much, so I was used to that. Right. So that whole, I mean, that was your obviously, like you just said, that was your rookie year. What was that whole season like? Because you go through the winning streak, and then obviously you guys make the finals, end up losing to Edmonton. So as a rookie coming into a city like Philadelphia with such high expectations and having a season like that, what what was that whole thing like for you? Well, we like as I said, we had great leaders, and like you know, like Bob uh, Bob Clark and, and Bill Barber, and uh, you know, they they were good leaders, and, uh, and, and you know, just you know, I was uh, we had a good team, and uh, Ken Ken Linsman and Ben Wilson were were young, and Pete Peters was young, and we had a you know a couple defensemen that nobody knew their names, and but but they 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 did what they had to, and so it made it easier, but. Uh, yeah, it was really a kind of, uh, you know, very interesting for us, uh, you know, just, and for me, I, I was I was happy that we went to the finals against the Islanders, and even though we, we didn't uh, win in overtime, if we won game seven, it could have made a difference. Right. So you fast forward now uh, a few years later, and another win that came to mind, and it's a lot more somber than the previous one. And I thought it was big because it was uh, the first win that you guys had after the death of Pelly Lindbergh, which is obviously remains one of the biggest tragedies, not only in Flyers history, but in the history of Philadelphia. So that night, you guys obviously played the Edmonton Oilers, who the previous season had beat you in the finals, which Pelly was a part of. So going into that game against the Oilers, what was sort of the mindset in the locker room? Uh, well, it was uh, you know we had a couple of week off, a week off, and so like it, it gave it gave us time to prepare, and uh, you know but again we had great leaders like uh, Mark Howell, Brad McCrimmon, and Dave Poole, so we had to find out a way to win and and not not be upset. You know you you just you have to make sure that you're always focused focused the, the right way to uh, be ready for the games. And, and Edmonton was tough, uh, but you know it was nice that we got the win at the start. What was the atmosphere like from the fans in the spectrum that night? Obviously, it was always an electric place to play, but emotions were at a different level because usually everyone's excited, but, you know, this one was kind of, it brought the team together, brought the city together. So that night, a packed house, what was, what, what were you feeding off of the fans? What did you get from them? Well, it was nice because uh, we had a lead and, and uh, we didn't have to play from behind. And uh, and uh, and Edmonton, you know, played really well. Uh, but you know, it was uh, it was a little different a game uh, because of you know uh, you never know what to expect, like with the new goalies. And because uh, Pelly was so good and was at the top of his game, and so we weren't sure what to expect expect us to that. Uh, but uh, the other goalies, uh, uh, Jensen, uh, played really well, and uh, that gave us a nice way to get started. And, and from there, I think from uh, Keenan and Tockett and uh, Kerr and Poulin and Holmgren and guys like that, that kind of knew what it's like to win uh they, they they figured it out that hey listen uh you, you still have to play the game and play better and uh you have to concentrate you can't use it as an excuse 
Right. So, I mean, to you personally, obviously you were you, you were a young guy. Um, I'm sure close with Pally Lindbergh for that win to be against Edmonton. What did that win mean to you personally? Well, it meant uh, you know because it, it was it tough to play against uh, uh, the best team in the in the in the league, and so like I always made sure that I was playing much better, uh, you know, had, had to concentrate a little bit more, and, uh, and you know, so like it made it made a difference because I liked the challenge of uh, playing with the better players and uh, better teams, and so like uh, I always just stepped up my game every time that I needed to. Right. So. Um... This the next question um, is not about it's not about a regular season win. It's about um, the finals game against the Edmonton Oilers, and a lot of people who were there said that that was the loudest the spectrum has ever been. You were obviously on the team. You were on the ice. I believe you scored the goal to tie the game, and then JJ Daniel uh, had the game winner. So just that whole game, that whole series. What was it like um, playing in that atmosphere that night? Well, it was it was uh, huge because, like you said, the spectrum was a little like a little finer, uh, the time smaller than uh, the Wells Fargo Center, and so like the people were you know could cheer really well. They were right on on top of the the place, and uh, and, uh, and and we battled back. We we were we were game uh, losing three to one in the series. And then we fought back to for us to game seven, but uh, the sixth game, we you know with when I scored with six minutes left in the third period to tie the game at two two, and then JJ scored three minutes later. I mean, uh, the people were on the, on their feet uh, cheering the the whole time. I still remember that there was a concert, I think Genesis, and so like they could hear us uh, at the con at the conference con- concert that night. Uh, that's how loud it was. Wow. So would you say that was probably the biggest win of your career? I think uh, game four, five uh, on, on, on 87 was my best game ever uh, against the Oilers uh, because I had four assists and, uh, and could have scored a goal uh, at the end of the net. But, uh, you know, that was uh, – it, it got us into the game six. So I remember uh, my uh, best game ever was game four, five uh, against the Oilers uh, 87 uh, because it, it gives us a chance to, you know, force the game seven and unfortunately we uh you know we had a lead but uh edmonton was kind of uh too powerful at the end right the 80s were obviously a huge time in flyers history multiple stanley cup runs unfortunately never got over the hump and got one but there was a lot of success brian and you had a lot to do with that so i can't thank you enough for coming on and taking this trip down memory lane with me okay thank you so there you go everybody brian prop obviously a flyers legend can't thank him enough for joining me. So a super nice guy, very, very accessible to the fans, very accessible to me to be able to come on in such short notice. I really wanted to get him on because when I when I when the Flyers hit the two thousand wins, and I thought of, okay, what to me, in just my memory bank, are wins that stand out. And I wanted to put it together for Phileas Flyer, and I did that. You guys could read the article at PhileasFlyer.com. And I thought, what better to do than take two of the most memorable victories and have somebody that was actually a part of it, was on the ice, in the arena, and have it 
have a firsthand perspective of what happened. And Brian painted that picture beautifully in the game against the Bruins, what that streak was like in the 79-80 season. And then, of course, the tragedy that was the loss of Pelle Lindbergh in the 85 season and kind of how that team approached that game and what the what the momentum or what the atmosphere was like in the spectrum that night. Um, as a 26-year-old, I obviously was not around in the 80s, and that's one of the worst things for me as a Flyers fan to kind of cope with was, you know, I'm just a victim of when my parents, you know, were old enough to have children, and here I am. But I would have loved to watch those games in the 80s, to be a part of that, to be down at the spectrum, feel that atmosphere and feel that success that 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 those teams in the 80s had because you know 1980 kicked off what was a great decade not only in Flyers history but in Philadelphia sports history obviously the four professional teams made it to their finals that year unfortunately only the Phillies were able to come out on top but it was such a great time in Philadelphia, and especially for the Flyers, they were one of the most dominant teams in the league for that entire decade. It was them, the Islanders, and the Oilers that just dominated year in and year out. Unfortunately, no Stanley Cups were to be had in that decade, but what a fun ride. And I implore you, if you have a chance to ever watch a game from the 80s on YouTube, there's the 10 Greatest Games box set. DVD box set that I have that has a few games from the 80s. Game 6 from the 1987 Stanley Cup Finals is in there. That's what Brian referenced of how loud the spectrum was when J.J. Daniel scored that goal to break the tie and force a Game 7. Unfortunately, again, Flyers lost in the 7th game in Edmonton, but it doesn't matter. What a great game it was. So if you have a chance to watch it, watch it. For the younger fans that don't know much about the Flyers of the 80s, do all you can to learn, watch, read, because it was a tremendous time in Philadelphia. It was a tremendous time to be a Flyers fan. And hats off to Brian Propp for being a tremendous guy and for giving me just a few minutes of his very valuable time to shed some light on everything and put some perspective to everything and I very much appreciate it. So, like I said, my compiling of top games for the Flyers all time, it's not a list, it's not a top 5 list, it's a list, it's not ranked. It's just games that I thought of that I thought were memorable and I thought meant something to the history of this team and for them to reach 2000 wins the first expansion team to ever do it. And yeah, I mean, it's big. It's it's a big deal. So you could read that article at philliasflyer.com. You could check out this, uh, this interview, obviously, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And check out the new episode of Getting Bullied coming next week, which will, again, be SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. So until next time, everybody, thanks for listening. Let's go Flyers.